The following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. Today on the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast, we'll be discussing an update in the Fort Valley State prostitution case, an extreme case of nigga knocking, our weekly case of living while black, the biggest pimp of them all dies, little help for Hurricane Vic Florence victims, excuse me. And we'll also get into our segments. What the fuck were you thinking? What fucking year is this? And our unpopular opinions. Let's start the show. Let's get it started in here. Gossip, music, news, entertainment, and heated discussions. The, 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 the oh, DJ Blaze go. Radio Show It'll starts now. Madal P, man, with the date. Madal P, see over here. Try that again. What up, world? It's your boy, Be Easy. And I'm Courtney. And we back for another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast. We're brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. And we're available wherever podcasts are giving away absolutely free. Uh, be sure to rate and review us on uh, iTunes or Stitcher or wherever the fuck you listen. But mainly iTunes though You know what I'm saying Because we can read their reviews Because we don't got none You know what I'm saying Leave us your questions and comments on uh, Email us at djbladeshow at gmail.com Yeah But uh, what's up Courtney How you been I'm good How about you (sighs) I'm, I'm good I can't complain You know I'm alive you know what I'm saying? I'm full. Got a little I mean, money. I call in my... that smacking. I I hope so. Yeah, got a little money in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? Look so at I'm... you. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm right. Sc- I'm scraped. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> great. But uh, I'm happy for this little wretched time I got right quick because my wife is gone and I'm lonely and I'm sad mm. and I ain't in the mood for shit. But this is my wretched time, so I'm grateful for it. You know what that mean? What? Um, pull out the toys. I know we back to like, you know, FaceTiming and you know with nasty stuff, and Ooh. I got to be like sending videos Ooh. and you know naked pictures, which I was always good with, a, you know, like a little selfie every now and again. But now, like, it's like 
back to when I was living in Texas and she was in, she was here in Washington. And I mean, it's cool and all, but I just want to be with my woman. I just ain't really interested in this at all, but whatever. Got to do what you got to do. I know. And maybe I'll be with her for Thanksgiving. Mm. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not interested in paying the amount of the the flights cost, but she's like really interested. So I don't know. Hey, go anyway. try uh, Google flights or something. Maybe you can get close and then rent a car and drive or something. You know. I was thinking about that, but the closest where the flights are is we would meet at her mom's house in Tennessee. And the closest where the flights are reasonable is in Atlanta. Mm. So, mm-hmm. I don't feel like driving. Yeah. And then when I'm going to pay for a rental car, like I might as well just fly in All to Nashville. Mm. So anyway. You'll, you'll figure it out. Y'all, I will. And plus y'all got that bread, so. Um no, don't it's like I ain't even I ain't even finna like yeah. and have a comeback for that. Follow follow up follow me up now. <laughs> as I always do with your wretched ass. You gonna learn one day. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, who texts us, babe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you heard that, huh? Yeah, I, I, indeed I did. I'm trying to learn this. You know, as long as I've been doing this, you know, uh, without the homie, you know what I'm saying? Because how it was before, you know, he would handle all of the mixer board shit. You know, I would come with all the articles. and Well, I would do, like, the drops and shit. I had the drops on lock. But you know what I'm saying? He would have the, um, he would do the mixer board and all that because, you know, he went to school for that shit. So I'm still trying to learn this shit, you know. This ain't my forte. I'm learning it on the fly. Well, I think you do pretty good, especially considering all I have to do is like log on, click a link, make sure my mic hook up, and I'd be like, "Hey, y'all!" Yeah, you know, yeah, that's you, my job. You, yeah, you better appreciate it. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <sighs> I do appreciate it, and I tell you that all the time. And I feel like you give me enough hell to where it just cancels out. Oh yeah, well, hell is to right. be given. Hell is to be given. Lord. <laughs> but anyway, uh. I know. Uh, well, I think yesterday you were talking about that basketball story. <clears throat> I definitely I, was talking about that basketball story. I was you you be watching sports and shit like that? I really basketball is definitely my favorite, mm. so I do watch it. But I was not watching it the night that it happened. I was watching it live. I feel. Uh, I was in the streets. I can't remember where I was. Mm. You and your wife were somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were at. Um, she has family here, and so we were at a barbecue. Oh. Real quick tidbit. When I tell you it was so lit, like, everybody walk in the house in, like, even if they don't know, like, how you're connected yet, they'll be like, hey, cousin, hey, cousin, you know, everybody give you a hug. The vibe was real lit. Hold on, hold on. And, you know. You mean to tell me that she got family there and you ain't told me to put me on? Well, you know, everybody was part of the left finger club, so I ain't interested in assisting folks in committing adultery, you know? Okay, mm. so moving on. Mm. And furthermore, I ain't even put you on my single cousins. What you even talking about? Yeah, I know, and that's that's disheartening. <laughs> Boy, please, you ain't even hurt. So anyway, shout out to uh, what was your other cousin? What I was calling your other cousin, brown skin. Uh, yeah, that, that you named the whole podcast after. Yes. What, what did I the name? Whole it? show, brown skin. Brown skin. Oh, shout out to brown skin. I've been seeing you on the Instagram streets now. Let me see a little little chink in that armor. I'm going to slide in them DMs like a cartoon character. You know when a cartoon character be sliding 
And it make that little <laughs> noise that when I'm down, I'm sliding <laughs> in the DMs, brown skin. I see you, girl. Anyway, Lord, I y'all, this. But y'all cookout was lit. With a, the, get, you know. Yes, like I had to get out the rotation. You had to get out the rotate. Oh, it was lit. It was literally lit. So that you know that everybody had alcohol. They didn't really had nothing there that me and Brittany drink. Like they had Jack and they had Bacardi. And I love rum, but I don't do Bacardi um at all. That that's no. That's trash to me. And I don't drink Jack Daniels. And they had crown, but they didn't have honey or apple. And I was like, nah, I'm good. Believe it or not, my ass drunk Heineken's child. Oh, anyway. But yeah. it was really, and I went and got in the rotation because I got the wrong cannabis oil this time in my vape pen. And the one that I, the strand that I have of Stativa makes me really sleepy. It don't matter where we at. Like, I did fell asleep bowling the other weekend. Damn. I, I, so I, I can't even really smoke it for real. But I went around and got in the rotation. Then all of a sudden, I didn't have a break. Like, it was, I just was, everybody was always passing me one, and I had to tap out. Mm. I had to tap out. Maybe you need some indica. I don't know, but next time I go to the store, I'm going to just be like, yo, I like this flavor, but it made me too sleepy. I need something to give me a little more energy. Yeah, it might make you, uh, You do you suffer from anxiety? No. Okay, yeah, you might can try some indica. Why, it has, it has a, a uh, like a clash with anxiety, or it causes anxiety? Well, it like, you know, when, when people used to say, like, uh, they would smoke and get paranoid and shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's because they were smoking indica, but if you smoke sativa, that's the kind that kind of mellow you out or whatever. So yeah, so when I originally went in there, I was like, I want something that's gonna, I want to be mellow, like I want to laugh, I want to kiki key, I want to have some bomb sex, and I want to go sleep. Mm. Well, I mean, this time the mm. last one I had was, you know, straight, like it was good, but they don't sell that one no more. Now she gave me this one, was like, oh, it's comparable. Now my ass can't sleep up. Like I, I hit the vape and become narcoleptic. I can't. I don't understand. Yeah, you anyway. Got, you gotta you gotta get it's kinda like when you get working your uh your uh mental health med- medication or whatever what people be taking. You mm-hmm. got you gotta get the levels right. You know what I'm saying? You, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, weedologist. Once you get the levels right, you know what I'm saying, you be good. And it's Okay, weedologist. I sound like I know what the fuck I'm talking about, ain't it? You do for real, for real. You work at one of these stores right here and I don't know about it. I ain't never smoked weed a day in my life. I I promise you. Never smoked weed before, but I know a lot of shit, and I sounded confident, right? You did, and you yeah. definitely did, and I'm right too. Just, just know that I'm <laughs> you, right, and, and he did right. But right. I don't know. I mean, I don't really know too much about it, and I ain't never really was no smoker. I'm still not. I lose my vape all the time, and I maybe smoke like every blue moon. The shit really lasts me a long time, but I just know I can't smoke what I got because I did fall into the deepest sleep, and I cannot wake up. Mm. I was knocked the fuck out at the bowling alley. Yeah, I don't want to be like that. I don't. I don't like it because this ain't what I just want to key key key. I want to key key key, and I want to eat plain lays and grilled cheese because that's what the last one used to have me do. <sighs> plain fucking lays. <laughs> I love plain lays. Those are my favorite chips, other than cheddar and sour cream ruffles. Your favorite, uh, your favorite ice cream is butter pecan, ain't it? Hell, fuck no! You I don't sound like somebody that. Somebody damn grandma talking about their no. fam- favorite potato, ch- all of the flavored potato chips. They are then your favorite is fucking plain. <laughs> Damn, tell me how you really feel, huh? Just and, drag Let me tell me. you something. A nigga had hot sauce chips at the uh, gym today, and you out here eating plain Lay's potato well, chips. Well, occasionally I add Texas Pete to my plain Lay's. Like my mama. But I really like, mama. I really like hot sauce on my cheddar and sour cream ruffles. Now that's bomb. Anyway, 
You ain't gonna drag me no more. I like plain lays. I like cheddar and sour cream ruffles, and I said what I said. I hear that flash it. So about this game. Oh yeah, yeah. We were about to talk about the game. You know. Oh wait, do we have any emails? Nah, nah, we don't. Damn, don't nobody like us. They don't love us. They don't love us. Why y'all do us like this? Yeah, that's the price. Yeah. That's the price of admission. Send a fucking email. Jesus, y'all want me to talk shit, shit about y'all? Huh? God. Just send an email, people. Please. No, I'm joking. Yeah, just Damn. send us an email. Let us know what you're thinking about the show. We don't know. We don't know what you're right. thinking. Right. And we like to be interactive with y'all. It ain't in real time, but damn, you want yeah. us or something. I know y'all at work and shit. I, I ain't gonna lie, though. Sometimes when I be listening to email, I mean, uh, listening to the podcast and shit, I be like, ooh, that's a good point. I need to uh, elaborate on what he said or, you know, give him, you know, just another point of view. And then by the time I get off work, I be forgetting and shit, so... And a couple, of, yeah, a couple of people told me there was like a, I forget the email address. It's the name of the show. It ain't hard. But anyway, uh, he, he uh, told y'all. But anyway, y'all they know how I do. They know how I talk shit. <clears throat> but about <clears throat> this game, the Lakers and the uh, and the Rockets. You said you didn't see it. I didn't see it happen like real time when the game was going on, but. I logged on Facebook and I seen somebody talk about it and I immediately went to go like find clips because I had to know what was going on because I just had to know because I like basketball. And if we weren't at a barbecue, I'm sure we would have been watching the game. So. I was about to say y'all probably was home, but I keep forgetting y'all were out there on the West Coast and that's where the game was. It was in L.A. So it, mm-hmm. it probably was about, let me see, when that happened, it, the game was almost over. It was about 12, 30 or 1 o'clock here. So it was about, you know, nine, something, ten. Mm-hmm. And we were still out in them streets. We weren't home yet. Getting high, doing them drugs, smoking that, smoking them tweeds, oh. drinking that wine and everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, yeah, so I went and, um, <clears throat> like, looked up the clips because I had to know what was going on. Because, unfortunately, and it's kind of, I feel, every time I say this, I just feel a little, like, I just... I just feel a way because I've never been a LeBron fan ever, never, ever. But I for real have always been a Lakers fan mm-hmm. ever since the playoffs. I can't remember the year, but they was in there against the Sacramento, Sacramento Kings back when Chris Webber and Mike Bibby and all them was playing. Mm-hmm. It was the most intense game of my life. And, um, I felt a way whenever he LeBron went to the Lakers because I was like, oh, you know, now he at my team and now I'm a, you know, slick be having to cheer for him. But then also shit he's been doing outside of basketball. I just been like, damn, like I fuck with that. Like I fuck with that. And I feel like it's making me become a fan. I don't see why people don't like him though. A little bit. Uh, so for me, sometimes, and I know this ain't the case, and I don't know why I do this, so don't ask me why I don't have an answer, but I feel like sometimes you have to choose. Like, you had to choose between Whitney and Mariah and Michael and Prince, and you, you just have to make choices. Nikki or Cardi, like, you just have to make choices. And I have just always chosen Kobe and or Michael over LeBron every single time. But and, the crazy and, shit is, like, neither one of them are on, like, play, like, LeBron and Kobe played together for like in the same the league at the same time, maybe a couple years or whatever. That you're right. They don't really they, they it's not the matchup, but the world created it right or right. Mm, not not like a a rivalry because they they didn't even play the same position. Like 
I don't know. Maybe I, know, I saw it different. You don't know. You don't know. Like for me on my Facebook, everybody's always talking about LeBron versus Kobe and what rings they got and who got the most this, who got the most that. And the same with LeBron and Michael. I see all the time. I always say it's not an argument. I don't feel like it's an art. It should be an argument or can be an argument for the very reason that you said. However, it's made a thing. And so I'm just always, if it's LeBron and Kobe, then I, I'm picking Kobe. If it's LeBron and Michael, then I'm just picking Michael, period. Oh, okay. So I don't really know why. And and I say that, and I don't even like Michael outside the court. I'm only talking about the Michael on the court with the basketball in his hand. Outside of that, I do not like the person that he is or why? has shown to be. Why don't you like him outside? I just, I just, as just as a person, I just don't. I feel like he has ever, and not, and he don't have to be a philanthropist, and he doesn't have to do things. But also, I feel like um, his silence on certain things, or I don't know. I don't want to get into that. I just want to talk about what happened. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's get into that. At any rate, immediately as soon as he did it because when i first saw it on facebook the only thing i saw was lebron foul lebron foul like you're supposed to get your teammate your teammate your teammate and so i didn't know what was going on and then i saw some people saying like you know rondo was dead wrong for that so i had to go find the clip and i was just type google the game and boom i found it and i was just i didn't see what lebron did wrong Oh yeah, LeBron didn't do that wrong. Even even I don't see what LeBron did wrong. I didn't see how people had the audacity or the these, nerve. The people that to, hold on, hold on, hold on. The people that say that have never been in a fight. Cause I uh, even though Chris Paul is his friend or whatever, I, the only reason I say LeBron did something wrong is because Chris boy Chris Chris Paul is his boy, right? So in a mm-hmm. fight, you never grab your homeboy to hold your homeboy back. Cause when you grab your homeboy to hold your homeboy back, he open to get punched a couple more times. So you always grab when you come going in to be the peacemaker, unless you putting your hand up, um, um, the like you know being between both of them like y'all boys chill out, you know what I'm saying you push everybody back. But if you are gonna grab and literally hold somebody back, you gotta grab the other guy. You gotta grab. You don't grab your homeboy. So LeBron was right in how he did how he grabbed Chris Paul. You know, he ain't grabbed his teammate up because his teammate could have been left open to get punched in the face some more. So I have a different, totally different perspective on that because LeBron and Chris Paul are really good friends. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Outside the game. So he, and he grabbed Chris Paul. He didn't grab Rondo. That's what I'm saying. That's why, that's why I'm saying he did the right thing by grabbing, he didn't grab his teammate. His right. teammate could have got, you know what I'm saying? I feel, so my perspective is I feel like I would have grabbed my friend at all costs because if you are indeed my friend, and I don't use that term loosely, I'm going to protect, defend, and everything else you at all costs. So if it had been me and Chris was my friend, I was dead yoking his ass up and we was out of there. And it had nothing to do with Rondo being my teammate because teammate or not. For me, teammate is the same as coworker. That mm. means I don't even got to fuck with you. I don't even have to like you. Outside of talking to you and communicating with you, with this game, I don't have to do a motherfucking thing. So that, I'm gonna always have my friend back because that is a motherfucker that I fuck with outside of this game. That is the motherfucker that's gonna be sitting at home on my Porsche. I'm gonna be taking trips with whatever, whatever. And my 
for me as a friend, I'm going to protect and defend and honor my friends at all fucking costs. So I was joking my friend up and I was getting my friend the fuck out of there. And also, I want to state for the record that I, I, I don't know. I just feel like Rondo was out of line. He did the most disrespectful thing I feel like a human being can do to another human being. I mean, period. Like a lot of people, I don't. Well, I mean, now it's you know it's been publicized that uh he spit on him or whatever. Um, but like during the game, all you like you see like it was a foul. Um, I want to say who got fouled? Did Chris Paul get fouled? No, no, James Harden got fouled, and the guy that fouled mm-hmm. him, I forgot his name. He pushed James Harden in the back. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And James Harden didn't know what was going on, so it was a little scuffle, mm-hmm. and they pulled that guy off. And so off the screen, like, like you see, you know what I'm saying, guys like run toward off the screen or whatever, like out of the shot, and then, you know, they show uh, the fight or whatever. So then they, they, like, as soon as that happened, like, you know, once LeBron pulled Chris Paul or whatever, you hear one of the announcers, he was like, oh, man, he said he spit in his face. You know what I'm saying? And so you really couldn't see it until, like, the next day when they had all of those slow motions and shit, and they, like, they put a real slow motion, and you see, like, Chris Paul like turn his face to the side and wipe his face and then he right. like put his hand in Rondo's face like don't you ever do that shit again or something like that shit was G though I ain't gonna lie like Chris I mean uh, Rondo disrespectful and he wanted that smoke cause he lit Chris Paul ass up he gave him about good three four good shots to the dome yeah but uh Indeed he did, but that was still disrespectful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As the fucked. And it also says a lot about your character, but also I just feel like um, from the time he decided to let his bodily fluid, like he definitely had to want to smoke. And And I just hate it because I literally, like, I just, I, I can't even imagine. I just can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. I had a girl spit at me before at school. Spit at you? Yeah. Um, Kingsley Senior High has like a crosswalk that goes like like a little bridge to go to the other campus. So somebody spit down off the top? Yes. And it didn't hit me. It was a far miss. But I knew she was aiming it for me because me and this girl had been beefing for forever, ever. Mm. Uh, and I knew it was aiming for me, but I, I dead couldn't get back up there to her. So, because you got to think, a bunch of students coming down and... I, I'm not going to get back up there. You already have the way across. That's fine. But even when it happened, like I felt that, like I felt like, well, looking back at the clips, like I felt that same amount of rage. And even this girl to this day, like I've seen her and she's like spoken and I haven't. She sent me numerous amount of friend requests on Facebook and I've denied them all. And I know I'm the one that always yelling forgiveness. I have forgiven her, but I'm going forever want that smoke because of her intention. Smoke. And it ain't a motherfucking thing. Nobody could ever do to make me ever say hey or be in a position where I would ever fuck with her in my entire life. Period. You can't go from disrespecting me so much that you want to spit out of your mouth to touch me to then be like, oh, hey, hey, girl, how you? How you doing? How you been? We've been out of school for so long. Be my Facebook friend. Never, ever, never, ever, never, ever, never, ever. And Chris Paul just... I mean, not Chris Paul. Rondo just gross as fuck for that. Oh, yeah. I fuck with him, though. That's that G shit. Oh, my God, Brandon. I just... I'm sorry. I would never do it. I, I ain't never, you know, I ain't never 
uh, spit in nobody's face or nothing like that, you know. And even, like in I've sp- never spit at nobody, period. And like in sports or whatever, like I don't really like fighting in sports because you know I don't want to take away from you know the momentum my team got or nothing like that. Unless it's like something real crazy that happened or whatever. But like in like people talk about that shit in sports, but like it's hard. Like certain sports, like football, we be like so close to fight. Well, I ain't gonna lie, I got a homeboy that. <laughs> He would spit on niggas like at the bottom of the pile and shit. <laughs> and we talking some motherfucker here like spitting their helmet and shit. <laughs> so yeah, no. but they, ain't nobody want to fight us, you know what I'm saying? Um, but like in different sports, like football is a violent sport, so like you real close to fighting in football all the time. Um, base, baseball pro- too. Yeah, ba- professional baseball. You always see them like clearing. You know what I'm saying? Both dugouts are clear out, and they. Pushing and shoving, you know what I'm saying? Hockey, it's just a part of hockey that niggas Period. fight. All you got to, yeah. like, once both people throw their gloves down, then they let you skate around each other and fucking fight. Like, they don't even try mm-hmm. to break it up unless a nigga get knocked out. You know what I'm saying? So it's only basketball with motherfuckers like, oh, no, they're fighting, they're fighting. And the only reason is is because it's black people. Like, it's a predominantly black sport, you know what I'm saying? And... You know what I'm saying? They basically got fighting out of basketball anyway. Like, when's the last time you really saw a basketball fight? You know what I'm saying? But um, I enjoyed it, you know, for the, I'm sure for the you time did. period. But you know what, though? The uh, the um, the uh, fines came out. The fines and suspensions. Well, not the fines. I saw the suspensions. and I think Yeah, I seen the suspensions. I didn't see the, sign, the sign, uh, I wanna, fines. I want to say the one guy got three games because he kind of started everything. Brandon Ingram got four. He got four. He got four games. Rondo got three, three. and Chris Paul, Paul got, got two. two. Yeah, them were some light fines. Like they you, really were. I was expecting to be way heavier than that. They got eighty one. They got eighty one. Um, eighty one games left, and they only gonna miss four, three, and two. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, remember, I definitely thought that was light. I don't know what I was expecting, but when I seen it, I was like, "Oh, that ain't shit." <laughs> you want to know something that's funny? This been this 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 story came back up. You know what I'm saying? The, like last week or whatever, even before this fight. But um, do you remember the um, Malice in the Palace when the Indiana Pacers? Um, f- who were they playing? I can't even remember who they were playing. Was it the Knicks or somebody? I don't. I can't remember who they were playing. But um, oh, it was the Pistons, and they went in the stands, was fighting fans and all kind of shit. Oh yeah, you remember that fight? Real, real, just real out of line. Yeah. Um, but like after that fight. Steven Jackson was like, uh, he was a player for the Pacers, uh, for y'all that don't know. But he was like, after that fight, they were in the locker room, and Ron Artest, like the one who initially ran up in the stands or whatever, <laughs> he was like, he asked, Ron, he asked, Ron Artest asked Steven Jackson, uh, he was like, hey, man, you think we're going to get in trouble? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? And Steven Jackson was like, nigga, what? Yeah, of course we're getting in trouble. Like, we'll be lucky if we got a job. Like... <laughs> Well, yeah. uh, and didn't Ron Artest change his name? Yeah, he changed his name to Metal, Metal World Peace, right? Metal World Peace, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, but that made but oh, but right back to that for a second. Now, you know why? what I didn't care for um, whenever they said Rondo's girlfriend went to Chris Paul's wife? Oh, yeah, I did read. But I heard it was like more than hit the girlfriend like it was i did hear it was a girlfriend and a family yeah, member that like went family to chris paul that went to chris paul's wife i just feel like that's out of line um because for one rondo didn't need nobody to have his back he had it on his own period yeah that was a little he had extra, it on but... his own i just feel like that was extra um 
And you got to be mindful who you how, how you walking up on folks. She could have just been like one fry short of a happy meal, pull out a gun and like went off on y'all asses. Like mm -hmm. sit your ass down. Let them handle it on the fucking court. Period. Sit down. Yeah, you don't know like well, Chris Paul, he from North Carolina though. But you don't know like who from where. Right. Like, um yeah, you just don't know, man. Just because people... I just feel like they shouldn't have did that. They should have let them handle it. Yeah. And then if it, I mean, I could have, I, I mean, because even if it was at a club, like even if it wasn't like a basketball set and they was at a club or something, and even if they weren't who they are, you know what I'm saying? Like you was going to sit your ass down and she was going to sit her ass down. Yeah, that's different because. So just sit your ass down. Somebody getting shot. <laughs> I mean, with that spitting, I mean, probably so. Let me just tell you, because I'd be ready. I would be red T. Yeah, if, yeah if security don't handle that, and we don't whoop ass. <sighs> there might be a lot of strays. I don't know how I react. I don't know how I, I react. I don't, Brandon, let me tell you. I just could, I can't ever fucking imagine. I just can't, because you. <laughs> I had a one, one time, this was like when I was young. I was like really, I probably was like 10 or 11, right? Mm -hmm. And we were on the bus, and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody used to get picked on on the bus or whatever. Like, if you get a ball fade, the older niggas would slap you in the back of the head. Like, if you had too much wave grease on, they're picking at you by that. If you ashy, like, they, you know what I'm saying? Niggas was getting clowned. Right. You just had to be tough, right? So, one day it was one boy, me and him was about the same age or whatever. He spit on a piece of paper and slapped me on my head with the paper or whatever. He might have slapped me in my face, right? So, you know what I'm saying? We kind of got a push and a shoving or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And, like, before, like I used to get in fights all the time, just little random little kitty fights or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And so, when I got home or whatever, you know what I'm saying, I told my mama stepdad or whatever what happened because I, I kind of got in trouble. And I told my stepdad, he was like, he did what? And he was like, you didn't fight? He was like, I was like, well, y'all told me not to fight. And he, he didn't want to tell me to go fight him. Or whatever, like I should have fought, but he was like, he was like, I don't, he was like, I don't know what I would have did if that was me or whatever. So I kind of caught the hint that I, you know, what I'm saying, I had the green light to fight in that situation, man. I went back to school, man. I whooped that little boy ass. <laughs> yeah, I whooped I, that ass. That I day. think that's the opposite for me. My mama didn't ever say like, don't fight. She was just kind of like, because in the beginning, I wouldn't fight because I was real scary. And my mama had got tired one day because I was running home from this girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was picking you running home. Right. I was running home from this girl because I just didn't want to fight. And when I went in the house, my mama was just kind of like, What you running from? And I don't know if it was like some type of instinct she had, or like if the downstairs neighbor had called upstairs to my mama and told her, because you know, we, we lived in the projects back then and that was just real easy. Mm. And I got in the house and she my mama came down that hall with her cigarette. She was looking at me, she was with her eyes all scrunched. She thought, like, what you run, what you in this house for? What you running for? Take your rollers? ass back outside. And I was like, your I don't want to go outside. Your mama, you had, your mama had rollers in her head. No. <laughs> she just had it wrapped. You know how you wear your wrap and stuff. Oh, okay. She was like, what you running in this house for? And I was like, oh, I just want to come in. She was like, can your ass back outside? And I was like, mom, please don't back And she was like, what you crying for? You running from some girls? And then she was like, I know you're running from them girls because I ain't raised no punk. And then she was just like, you going to carry your ass back outside and fight her or you going to fight me? And in my head, I was just like, bro, fight my mama got to be easier because like, I'm her daughter. She ain't going to really fight me. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, let me tell you about how 
like two days later, uh-huh. one of the girls on the bus, it was a totally different girl, just went and said some stupid shit. And I just fought her ass. Like, you was the first one. I got my ass beat up two days ago because I ain't fought that other girl. And then, like, I clearly picked what some would say was the wrong girl but it just happened she was the one talking cash money shit on the bus so i fought her then we got suspended from school then as soon as i got back to school her cousin was like nah bitch we finna fight fought her got suspended from school Damn. get back from get back to school by this time it's the end of the year on the bus this other girl wanted to fight me got suspended for the rest of the year brand new school year come i'm sorry hold First up hold up, we- hold up all these people willingly fighting you what was your win? I fought loss? their cousin. What was your I win? What was your win loss record though? At this point, I was three and zero. Oh. oh, so you was winning? Yeah. At uh, this point, I was three and zero. Oh. So then over go, over did, the did it go down no. to a decision or was it was it a um flawless victories? Uh, I, I mean, I don't really know. At the time, just in the fight, I didn't ever felt like I lose and I lost. And then when it was going around school, because you know everybody be talking, it was just mm-hmm. like Courtney and so and so fighting. Courtney like beat her ass, and and for me, I, I, to a certain extent, especially like I feel like being quote unquote new to this fighting thing, because you got to remember, just a few weeks ago, I had ran my ass in the house. I I, I was just kind of like, okay, well, I, I won. Like they said, I won. Like I won. But I picked this girl that had like a whole slew of motherfucking cousins. Oh, so then. I- over the break, right? So then, over the break, I'm fighting a girl in my neighborhood, and me and this particular girl fought like four times. Mm. Um, not at the same time, but just different times. So then, this is on break. We go back to school, and then the first week of school, I get jumped by the two other cousins that I had never even fought yet on the bus. And I get home, and I was like, "Mom, they jumped me." Oh, my mama, you know ratchet still young she was like get in the car because she's like i know who you talking about i know who jumped you uh, you know i used to talk to her brother i'm finna take you over there your so mama went out there, there. Your, went, your mama pull up playing nuck if you buck <laughs> no <laughs> i i did it like when we when anytime i got in the car my mama it was one of like three or four on one of three or four people on it was tupac dmx snoop dog or nas that your was mama. all we listened to growing up that was it your mama, um, so your mama pulled up playing Pastor Troy. <laughs> she did. We did listen to a little Pastor Ain't Troy. Ain't no one playing GA. <laughs> we What's did listen up? to Pastor Big Troy. Big mouth, big talk, big game. We went over there. My mama went to the knock on the lady door and was like, nah, like your your, your child and so and so jumped my baby. Outside. Tell that bitch to come outside. Brandon, shut outside. up and let me tell my ratchet stories. And so come then he and the girl. Little bitch. Come outside, little bitch. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't stand Brandon. So me and the girl fought again. Then I go back home, and then by this point they like, nah, something wrong with this girl. I haven't got went to like had what do they call it like like a board hearing or whatever it's called when you have to sit down. And they determine like if you're gonna be like expelled or you going whatever. My grades, they were like, she could stay in school. So then I was kind of chilling. I was just fighting in the neighborhood because I lived in the neighborhood with one of the cousins. So I was fighting her like constantly all the time. And then one last time we fought, it was like soon as we got off the bus. And you know, they'll say, if you fight at the bus stop, that's school grounds. Mm-hmm. Well, my bus driver was real black and he was an older guy. And he used to always just be like, Hold all that shit till I let y'all off. Because when I let y'all off, I'm going to speed the fuck off and I don't give a damn. I ain't reporting shit. <laughs> like, he was just so, like, fed up with us. So, as soon as we got off the bus, we started fighting. 
And this time the fight got like real for real. Like we ended up rolling into a ditch and Dang. like she was like pulling out my braids and I was like hitting her head on the pipe. I got they pressed charges for me against that. So I Ooh, had like a battery charge. Uh, right. The extreme ghetto. And then I fought that girl one last time at mm -hmm. school. And it was like, I don't want to say like a shit show, but whenever I go back home and I be in Myrtle Beach, like this, like that's what a lot of times they be talking about. Like, I don't know what possessed me that day or why I was so mad, but I just remember me and her fighting again. And I was just like, I just pulled up at her locker and was like, nah, we ain't doing this. And like, just like slam ahead and we study fighting and my science teacher like yoking me up and like three teachers like barricading the hallway from me and like another teacher on the other end holding her back. And so I just ran and they think I'm running out of school. So they called like the resource office and was like, block the door. She's trying to leave. All I did was run all the way back down the hall. I mean, cause I'm a runner and I just ran full speed ahead. And I slid. I had on a velour. This is easy as fuck. I slid under his legs and got that damn girl and was like fighting her ass again. And I was like, you know what? Damn, we don't give a fuck about you damn super villain or something. <laughs> they was like, we don't give a fuck about her grade. She has got to get out of this motherfucking school. And then I ended up in King Street. My mom was like, go live with your grandma because I saw so I fight you one time and you fight everybody. But I just literally picked the wrong motherfucker to fight. She had all the fucking cousins in it. The whole school was her damn cousins, and I was fighting every day. Courtney was every damn, fucking day. Courtney was a damn super villain and shit. I wasn't, but in my mind, that was Project the only way I could Patty. get to her. <laughs> Shut up. That was the only way I could get to her. And I don't even know, even right like to this day. Obviously, I was in like sixth grade. I don't even know why I wanted to get to her that bad th that morning. Uh, cause we wasn't even first period wasn't even over. And he I was sliding through some I remember his name was Mr. Sweeterling from he was German or Russian and he was a science teacher and slid right under his damn legs and was like, I got to fight this girl. I have got to fight her. Damn. And I don't even know I don't even know why. Just outside of control. Velour, so I was literally Valor so, so this was early two thousands then. Hell yeah, dead ass. Was it Sean John? It did was. It was a blue one and it had the little white down the leg. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yep. This is exactly what it was. Too. Sean, I don't remember what shoes I had on, but I remember I had on a white shirt. Probably some all-white all Air Force Ones. Some I, I was finna say, I think they was Air Force Ones dead ass, but I can't be sure. I don't remember that. I just know. You used to Harlem Shake, ain't it? Oh, bruh. Even in here the other day, it's a little way uproar. About to throw my fucking shoulder out. Brittany mm -hmm. was like, sit the fuck down. Harlem Shake. Bro, mm. kill that shit. Yeah. I love that shit. I know. What? What? You, what? What's your synopsis? What you talking about? Yep, I know. Like you judging me? Are you being judgy? No, I wasn't being judgy. I just got you pegged real good. Yeah, you, you shake your, my damn life out. You and your velour suit. I used to love fucking velour suits. Mm -hmm. Damn, I want me one right now. I hope they come back. I don't. <laughs> why? Oh, why? I think if they came back, they would be like the new gray sweats for the niggas. Exactly. You 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 yes. ladies. You ladies are very, very disrespectful. Brittany think I'm so gross, but I did be I have to see. I wanna see what the guy I wanna see what's going on between this guy's legs. I, I ain't see. got nothing going on down there. So <laughs> Brittany, I hate just you. Waste of eyes. I can't I cannot help it. Brittany's just like, you are so gross. Like, we ass watch together. Most times I'd be like, bitch, you late. I've been seeing all that ass. So sometimes, like, I get the elbow on her real hard. Like, bitch, you have she know you. She know ass. you gross because you looking at them men's penises like you got a hankering. 
And then I be like, well, when she saw, shut the fuck up about hankering. Got a hankering for some dick. <laughs> Brandon, you ain't said that in a long time. Uh, nah, I ain't had no reason. Now nah, I know. <laughs> Tell her to pull I out do. the dick strap. <laughs> I do, oh my. Y'all, we done. <laughs> we ain't even gonna, we not even gonna get through this shit. <laughs> Brandon. I can't, y'all. Uh-uh. I can't. I can't. I can, with I can see we you. Don't. I can see you now. Y'all out somewhere eating some damn sushi, and some nigga in there. He come there with his old lady or something. And here you go, your damn nasty ass, looking at that man penis. I do be looking all the time, and she just be like, "Bro, like you so gross. Like you did be crotch watching." I do all the time. That's a damn I'm, shame. All the time, I'm looking at women's ass and I'm looking at men's penises. <laughs> if they got on basketball shorts, gray sweats, mm. any sweats, um, uh, I'm I'm going to look. And I was honest about that with her from the very beginning. I want to see. That's what my eyes are for to see. That's, and I got an extra pair of eyes to make sure I'm seeing 2020. I'm looking. It's women. It's, it's people like you that make me wear compression pants while I go to uh, to the gym. And I roll my eyes and suck my teeth every time. Yes, it's women like you. I don't give a damn. You can't shame me. I'm looking and I'm looking because I'm looking. I period. Feel, I'm starting to feel triggered right now because I am a part of. <laughs> I'm a part of the Me Too movement. You know what I'm saying? Brandon, shut the fuck up. I am part of the Me Too movement. I was, I was date raped. <sighs> How you was date raped, Brandon? <sighs> okay, this happened before. And I want y'all to, uh, and and this is a trigger warning for anyone who this has happened to. This happened to me. Um, I was with a young woman, beautiful young woman, and uh, in anticipation, I had drank a little bit too much. I had a little bit too much do say. Elijah, you better not be fucking. You can't say my whole government name up here. You sorry. Take it out. Take it out. I ain't got time for that. But anyway. (laughs) And so we were together, you know, we had relations and I had gone to sleep and, you know, the next day came or whatever, you know, I was sick because I drank too much. Um, And, you know, she had made a joke about me falling asleep in the pussy or whatever, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, I was like, where did you come? She's like, yeah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, some time passed and she was like, "Um, I got to get something off my chest. I was like, what? She was like, uh, remember when I, you was like, you fell asleep in it or whatever? I'm like, yeah, okay. She was like, well, you didn't fall asleep in it. I was like, what you mean? So she proceeds to tell me that when we got finished, you know, the first time, um, uh, she was still horny, but I was knocked out because I was super drunk. I had drank a whole bottle of brown liquor. And so I was asleep. She said she was still horny. So she uh, saw me laying there naked. All of this dark meat, and she said she fellatioed me until my until my member became engorged with blood. I'm, I'm glad you left it right now because I cannot with you. And so, and so oh once, once once she got it to where she needed it to be, she she climbed on top of me. She well, first she inserted my penis inside of her vagina. Brandon. And she uh, had sex with me while I was asleep until she finished. That, my dear, is sexual assault. And you press so, charges? 
No. But I'm pressing her for some more pussy. I'm sure. But y'all get, get move on to the next goddamn store. Well, I'm I'm me tooed. I got me tooed. I got me tooed. You didn't get me tooed if you don't really like it. Oh God, I can't even. I, I don't am a part of the Me Too movement. I had sex. Somebody had sex with me without my consent. If that ain't Me Tooed, I don't know what is. There are different levels to being in the Me Too movement. Some women. Yeah, I'm so wore out. I'm Let me so, tell you, it's like, it's I'm some so women. Out with Brandon. It's I'm some so women. Out with it's some I'm women so that that reported Harvey Weinstein. You know what he did? No, not Harvey Weinstein. Louis C.K. You know Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. The comedian. You know what mm-hmm. what he did to some women? What he did? He pulled his dick out in front of him and jacked off into a plant. Mm-hmm. And they are now part of the Me Too movement. So me. And a bunch of white women. <laughs> Lord. In the Me Too movement. I almost said something just now, but I'm working on reform. Me, and I said I wasn't going to say think, the word. I think me and, and, I, ain't I, think, I think me and Terry Crews are like the only two straight black men in the Me Too movement. And, uh, you know, I'm here to fight the good fight is what I'm here to say. I'm here to fight the good fight. So any of y'all that for real know my the co-host that y'all y'all know Brandon. When y'all listen to this episode, I want you to text him or email us and say shut the fuck up, stupid. I got me too. I mean she felt bad about it. She felt so bad that she had to confess. And you and you did feel like you got me too. I mean what's Brandon, shut what's, up. We moving the, on. What's, what's the, the first story? What's the definition? Well, okay, since you want to rush me off of my story, you know what I'm saying, um, and, and you know, something that happened to me in my life, you know, that could have okay, been detrimental. I am so sorry. Detrimental to my mental I am, health. I, am I could be like Kanye out here. I am, F- oh, Lord. <laughs> don't, don't be condescending. I am but, here for you. If you ever need to speak with me, I okay. know this is an extremely hard process. Don't ever let anyone tell you when you should speak up or speak out. And ladies, if there is, if you're around a penis that is flaccid, you might need to suck it to get it erect. Um, but a place, Lord! A, a place where probably a lot of Me Too action happened was, uh, you ever heard of the Bunny Ranch? You mean like Playboy bunnies? No, no, not Playboy bunnies. The bunny ranch. This was in Nevada. It was um, no. It was a show called uh, what was it called? A cat house or something like that? Never heard. It used of to it. come on HBO. Um, yeah, it was called a cat house. Um, where the owner of that, his name was Dennis Hoff. He died. Um, he was seventy two years old. I can't really. Wasn't like, that like a brothel? Yeah, it was a brothel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I didn't. I did know a little something, something, a little something, something about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he passed away. He was seventy two. Um. They said it was like his birthday weekend or whatever, and like he had just had sex with somebody. Um. Like the night before, like they were partying and all kind of shit like that. Um. Yeah, and he was a. Uh, he basically was a um, a legal pimp. Um. Old ass white man. Uh. I think it's good for him that he died because he was uh, facing an allegation of rape and being investigated for human trafficking at the time of his death. Um, you remember when Lamar Odom had overdosed and um, it was back in That's what he was at? Yeah, he was at uh, 
one of his facilities. I saw, but it was overseas, right? No, this was or in... Or like four? No, this was in I America. thought they said Lamar was somewhere like out the country. No, he was in... He was in I want to say he was in the one in Arizona. No, he was in Nevada somewhere. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So um, I used to work with a guy um, that he would take a month off, like his vacation. Would You know, mm. he would take a month off um, and he would drive to Nevada and go to the Bunny Ranch. And he was like. I just think that's gross. What's gross? Like. Just the whole idea of being at a brothel and like the idea of just like, I mean, of just being a pimp, period. Like, and, and, <laughs> we're not gonna say that anyway. Go ahead, being a pimp, period. Yes, yes, that is. What's the oldest? Why is that not gross? What's the oldest profession in the in the uh, I mean, yeah. selling pussy exactly. What's the second? I know, profession? drugs, pimping. Oh, okay, something. well, whatever. Pussy or sale. It doesn't make it any less gross. What makes it gross though? What's the difference between somebody going to a brothel and and uh paying for sex from somebody there than somebody meet somebody at the club and taking them home, sleeping with them or not? I mean, well, at least if you meet somebody at the club, like you orchestrate that on yourself. When you tell me like it's a pimp, then why does someone think that they have control over your body and then what you do with your body and you make your money, they gotta get a cut of it. No, That's the no, part no, no, no. That ain't how I, it go. No, not pimping at all. Well, excuse me, expert. You know, you the weedologist, the pimpologist, the brothelologist. You part I, of the Me Too movement. You, you just got quite the motherfucking resume. I do, and you don't you forget that, Jack. <laughs> um, Shut the I mean, fuck up. These, these the prostitutes free to go anytime they want to go. Ain't that holding them there? They there by choice. Well, what about why, this trafficking you talking about? That's that's him. I'm talking. You talking about pimping now? You trying? You trying to put a black eye on the game now? I got, got to set you straight now. I just ain't with that. <clears throat> Brandon, shut the fuck up. What? Why I, I got an STF with, you? I just ain't with like the pimping thing. A period. Because you don't know. It. I just you don't know it. I just got finished watching a, a documentary about one of the most famous pimps of all time, Iceberg Slim. Have you ever read the book Pimp? No. I think you should read it. It's a I'm gonna really, put it on my list. Yeah. I'm about to put it on my list. It's a real good book. I think you should read it. But um yeah, that human trafficking shit, that's on uh Dennis Hoff. Um But not his business, the bunny ranch. I don't know. I don't know what the hell they was going. But now nah, he called himself <laughs> a he called himself a pimp and like um it was a documentary well, he has a documentary called um American Pimp. And they, they, they were like the the illegal pimps were talking about how, um, you know, they got the bunny ranch or whatever. And one of the um, one of Dennis Hoff's taglines was, "He was like, there's no business like whole business." And um, he was like, on he would be on TV and shit. Like he was famous for, you know, what I'm saying, basically uh, running a brothel. And so, like the technical definition of a pimp is basically what he does. You know, what I'm saying what he did. You know, running a brothel made him a pimp because he he managed prostitutes or whatever so in the in the documentary or whatever he was like well um technically i'm a pimp you know what i'm saying and i'm the big pimp you know what i'm saying so that's why i was saying he a pimp he ain't really like a street pimp or whatever you know what i'm saying he wasn't no pimp like that but he just managed a brothel so i guess yeah but uh i ain't gonna say r.i.p to him because he was a republican right, i was gonna say good riddance right. no nah, i ain't saying it for that i'm just saying it because uh i mean <clears throat> Aside from the, you know, providing a service for people, <laughs> he he was a um 
He was a Republican. He was running for um I wanna say he was running for some kind of office or whatever. And he was um he was cool with that sheriff down in Arizona, Sheriff uh what was his name, Joe Apparel or something like that. He uh this sheriff, he he would like get people that were um that would get arrested or whatever. I had to serve time. He would like make them live in tents and instead of them wearing like the regular prison outfits, like you know, prison uniforms sometimes be orange or whatever. All of his prison uniforms and clothes and shit was pink. Like they would have with pink underwear, pink uh you know them sandals and shit they used to have to wear in jail. What they wear in jail? Ty went to something like that. Who is her name? Ty, the girl from Black Ink. Uh, I don't know. What? Are, oh, Sky. I think it's Sky. But this was in Arizona, though. I don't know if she went to jail. She went. Arizona. She went to Nevada on one time. No, I can't even remember Nova- when it was. Not Nevada, Arizona. Oh, this sheriff was oh, in she- Arizona. Yeah. Oh, and she he, went to he, one of them places and did that. And he he recently was um he had gotten some kind of trouble and shit, uh I think this past year maybe last year or whatever and, and Donald Trump pardoned him, um mm. yeah so, you know what I'm saying that the type of piece of shit that dude was but uh yeah man Dennis Hoff died or whatever uh okay bye Dennis yeah something else that died um uh black uh damn that's something Black Panther not Black Panther what's the show Lord. called. Oh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage, yeah, thank you. Damn, Luke Cage got canceled, man. It definitely did. Did you watch Luke Cage? I watched the first couple episodes. Uh, the first I, season was pretty good. The second season was... even though I watched had, the first couple episodes and it just didn't hold me. Yeah, it was... You had to get into it. It was real black. A lot of black references and shit. But, um... People say that in our tribe. My thing is, if you don't like, if you don't grab me initially, it's really hard to keep my attention because watching TV sometimes feel like a task to me because I don't watch TV. So if I'm sitting down and I'm deciding to watch anything other than HGTV or like um, a documentary or like a movie that I've watched a thousand times that I just feel like watching, then is it you gotta for real like capture me because if you don't. It's going to start feeling like a task, and then I'm going to start, like, writing and texting and being on social media, and then at that point, I just turn it off. Yeah, I give, like, if it's a show somebody tell me to watch, I give all of it. Like, I, any show somebody tell me to watch, I, I'll watch at least three episodes, because by the third episode, if I ain't interested, then I know I ain't going to be interested in the rest. Um, Maybe I should adopt that. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Netflix, they uh bought Family, Reun- Family Reunion Series starring... Uh, Tia Mari and Loretta Devine, and it features an all black writers' room. And and Tia Mari, that's the good one. Now that ain't the one that be on the other show, uh, with that white husband. <laughs> um, <laughs> they say it'll run for an initial twenty episodes. Um, so yeah, that's something for y'all to look forward to. Um, starring some black women. Uh, something else. I like Loretta. Yeah. And Tia, I hope she ain't nothing like her damn sister. You talking about like Tamira? Yeah, I hope she ain't like her. They are. What I used to watch their show, and they are very opposite. I'm I'm trying to think which one was like the, because one had her like grew up with the daddy Ray, which was I guess that was her adopted daddy or something, and then the other one grew up with the mama, and the mama was kind of hood, so one of the daughters was like kind of hood acting, and the other one was like kind of Tia. Tia was the hood acting one. 
if I'm mistaken, yeah, because even still, very much so, like when I used to watch this show, not she not hood per se, but at compared to Tamara, definitely. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I might get that one to watch. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna watch that shit, y'all. Tia, I, I mean, I'm sure I'm not either, but you know. Family reunion. Tia Mari and Loretta Devine. That don't sound interesting at all to me. But shout out to the, <laughs> shout out, shout out to the all black riders room. Shout out to the all black riders room. Uh let's see what else happened this week. Um Oh, so I just want to say real quick, I'm sorry. Is it called Tent City? Might be. Anyway, yeah, she did go. It was in Arizona. Oh, okay. Because that's what she did credit card fraud at, and then that's when she went, um, yeah, to Arizona, and she was in Tent City. Are you talking about down Nevada? I, well, look, look. Hey, well, that's, up now. that's what the white man's uh, Google is for. Yeah, it is, because I had to figure that thing out, because I was like, no, because I remember whenever she went, um, she, yeah, the outdoor prison, yep, um, I was just like, I've never heard of an outdoor prison. Like, why are they outside in tents? It's hot as fuck. And she was, remember her talking on the phone to Teddy and telling him all that. And I was just like, this sounds like the same shit Brandon talking about. And I had to get to the bottom of it. Oh, yeah. You watched that show? I That was season three, honey. I ain't seen it since then. Oh, okay, okay. That was back in 2014 or 2013 or something it said. Uh, damn, this is an old story. Um. But I heard people talking about it recently, though. Um, oh, this was from Hurricane Matthew. I thought it was Hurricane Florence. But um, uh, the state of North Carolina, they need they requested more than nine hundred million dollars. Um, for fun for funding for like government assistance or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the government only gave them six million dollars. So uh, nine hundred million to six million. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, child. Yeah. I mean, I know on the one hand, people be like, well, you know, you got to be thankful for what you get. But on the other hand, when, like, when you ask for 900 million and all you get is six, and you, all you get is six, it's just kind of like, and the lottery is $1.6 billion. Ooh. <laughs> you play? <laughs> yeah, I just bought me two tickets. And let me tell you something. I think we, Got some tickets. I don't know whether yeah, I don't know why Brittany left me with this shit. I told her to take it because she the one bought the goddamn tickets. I've never played the lottery. When she bought the tickets? She bought them on Saturday. When was the twentieth? Saturday. So then don't it come on on Tuesday? Mm, one do Tuesday and one do Wednesday. I bought the one that come out Wednesday. That's the one that one point six million. This the Mega Millions. What's this? Oh, oops. Oops. You got the wrong one, boo boo. I do. I think so. I think the Powerball is one point six billion. Let no, I think it's the Mega Millions. Google it. Yeah, that's what we about to do right here live on the air. I could be wrong, but I thought for sure. Because we got one, two, three, four, five numbers, and then it said a Mega Ball. Something over here. I don't know why Brittany left me with this shit. I just talk about hitting the lottery. I don't ever play it. Oh yeah, it's the Mega Millions. Fuck! I bought the wrong one. <laughs> Oh no! Ooh. Okay, well, Powerball six hundred and twenty million. You know the the cash out price for the Mega Millions is like nine hundred and forty something million, nine hundred forty eight million. You'll be richer than Jay Z if you win the motherfucking uh, Mega Millions. That's crazy. But you know what I hate in Washington? You can't be anonymous. Ooh. You can't be anonymous. 
Man, if I won that kind of money, man, it'll be a whole I, lot of people that I'll probably have to like move and shit. Just let me let me tell you something. I know for like if I would want to be anonymous because I don't want nobody to know. Because I want to do for you what I want to do for you, and that's it. I don't want you coming up or setting any expectation of what you think I should do for you because you know that I got this money. But my first thing to do after I pay off all me and my wife's debt, I'm taking a duffel bag to the army, and I'm buying a little baby out of contract. I'm throwing all the money on it. You can do that? So I can't do it exactly like that, Uh. but... You like so they have it like if you're in the service and you hit the and you hit the lottery, then you have to get out. Obviously, because oh. like you're not needed, like you're you you have no reason to be there. So they put you out. But if it's your spouse, um, because Brittany and I were talking about it, she doesn't think that they Hold, like I'm, put you straight out. Oh, she but could, I mean, but I mean, she, if, if, but if y'all I could buy her out her contract, if y'all win the lottery though, she could just go to the thing and sign it. Instead of true. you, I mean yeah. this. This is true. I'm just saying some people are like real honest about it, but I can buy her, her contract. So in my mind, I'm trying to do this shit as gangster as motherfucking possible. I'm going there. I wish black. I would give the I'm government. I'm carrying a duffel bag with the money, like here, little baby free. She coming with me, and then we ain't gonna be in the Americas for at least a year. I got so many places to go, the, and then when I come back, I'm gonna have me a bomb ass team together, and then they building my house from the ground up, and I'm gonna be there every step of the way, getting house. everybody motherfucking nerves. I wouldn't even. I don't even know if I have a house. I have a helicopter though. We already know. Go and do your sound. Go ahead. <laughs> Damn, nigga, I be. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't think I have a house. I, I, I would. I would not at first. I don't think so. I'll just be like living in hotels After all over a the year, place. No, after a year, I would finally want to be in a space that I call my own. And I mean, definitely going to continue to travel. But then after a year, I want to go ahead and start investing on a, and do what I want to do. Get these businesses popping. What? Whatever it is we're going to do. $900 million. You don't have to do I know that I can do whatever I want, but I also want to make sure I still got money coming in. I don't give a fuck about how much money I got. I want to make sure I still have some shit coming in because... After I, you know, make sure my unborn children straight, whether I even have them or not. I mean, I just, and there's just things I got to do. And then also, whenever I'm moving people and putting people in positions, okay, what I'm doing for you might help you right now, but I got to make sure that you have a way to help yourself too. Because once I do this, we done. We, Me and you, we good. And I ain't doing a motherfucking thing else, less I want to. I win the lottery. It'll be a Sunday and you'll be like, um... What uh? What time? What time? And I text you like you know whatever time your time, and then you'll get on the mic and you'll be like, "B, B," you just be talking to your damn self for about twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be gone. You'll hear you hear hell? You hear that helicopter taking off in the damn background? You be like that nigga got me. Nah, I will fly my helicopter <laughs> over there. I take I take y'all out the damn. You make me real sick, boy. I shoot y'all. Nah, but nah, what I do is though, I probably like. Adopt some kids that like not ugly, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you're so shallow. Like I, like I probably adopt this little boy in Houston that got left on the doorstep. You heard about that? Yes. Yeah. Did you see the video? I did see the video, but that story was so confusing. Yeah, it was. Um, <clears throat> at first, well, she left the child at the wrong house. Um, but now she's speaking out. Uh, the lady that that was seen leaving the two year old boy at a stranger's doorstep. Um, her name is Kiara Woods, and she said that she was doing a favor for her best friend's aunt, 
who's the mother of that little boy, uh, she said it was a misunderstanding. She would never leave a child alone at a stranger's house. Um, oh, she left it at the next door neighbor's house. Um, she said the boy asked the boy's mother asked him to ask her to drop him off. Uh, claiming the boy's stepmother has a restraining order against the mother. Oh. Um, and the, and then Wood said she has never met that stepmother, the father, or visited their home, and she was relying on GPS directions and the boy's mother. Yeah, GPS do be fucking up. It do sometimes. Do I, can't even, I can't even lie. Yeah. Um, she said by the time she got to the door and rang the doorbell, she still had him in her hand. Um, she said it was like five cars out there, a red car, black car, and a white car. Hey, that's how I do when, uh, when, I, when some motherfucker call in about, about their package being missing and shit. I was like, man, it was a red uh, Ford out there, a black SUV. <laughs> um, it was a white old ass car with some rust on it. That how it be. So yeah, she might not be lying. She said it's like two rows of cars. Um, she said that should have let you know I was at the wrong house then because you know her baby daddy don't drive so many cars. She's like, so okay, so I oh I'm gonna read this in her voice. Okay, so I rang the doorbell. The lady walks like halfway to the door. That's when I took off running. And the only reason I took off running was because it was chilly outside. Bitch, it was in Houston. It wasn't chilly outside. Dead ass ain't ain't chilly. And if it was so chilly, why you was dressed like that? I thought it was real late and she was trying to go to the club. And so she had just nice. dropped the baby off. But when the story even first came out, like it didn't appear to be anything like what she's talking about. Well, like if well, it was just the she ain't finished though. Okay, all right. Go ahead, Bonquisha. She said it was chilly outside and I didn't have no sweater on, as you can see in the video. Mm. Continue. I just feel like <laughs> it just does not appear to be like what she was saying. If it was indeed just like next door, if it was indeed like whoever's whoever's house was next door, I don't. <sighs> no, it was the it was next door from the like she never been there before, so it was next door to the daddy's house. Like she, that's how she went to the wrong house. She went to the, the house next door. You know what I'm saying? So, and I mean, I guess I, I'm just like, so all of that, all of child protective services coming to get this, the baby and then the daddy having to like go get the baby. The mama supposedly in the hospital. I read a story that said the mama was in the hospital and the, the daddy was right next door the whole time. That was another part of the story. Like, <clears throat> like that just don't make no sense to me. I know they were saying that like when, when the boy got, even if. Like if well shit, I ain't gonna even lie, I don't know my neighbors, but um if somebody leave their child if if a child like at I don't know, that shit don't make sense. Cause a it two, don't make sense. Children have good memories. Yeah, a two year old know a two year old know like that's my house right there or whatever. Right. Thank you. So I'm just her story just is not making no sense. And then why did the boy have to stay? It was like he stayed with CPS like overnight. And then I read something at one point that was like he the dad so the daddy wasn't answering a call or something about they were supposed to meet up and then he never met or I I just feel like this story is for real all over the place especially uh, from this, the moment when it was said that that wasn't even the parent dropping the baby off I don't know all this story proves that everybody don't need kids because dead ass because that was stupid like if if you know even for, like for the father of the child or whatever um. If you know you're supposed to get your child and the people gonna call you or whatever, like why not answer the fucking phone? 
Right. Yeah. Oh, why not just be like, no, don't worry about it. I'm going to just come pick my child up from you. Mm-hmm. And why are you letting your your niece best friend deliver your child? Uh, I mean, that's too that's too many hands. No, nah, no, nah, I ain't gonna say all that. No, I'm gonna say that. Gonna say I'm gonna say that. that. That's just too many hands. Not, not if my no, niece no. can't do it, then I mean, what are we doing? Uh, I ain't gonna say all that. Nah. Yeah. Okay, well then, what to each his own. I ain't gonna say all that. I ain't gonna say all that. But somebody who definitely don't need no kids, uh, Ray Caruth. Oh. Yeah. You heard about him? Oh Lord, yes, Chad. This nigga, the audacity. He getting. You're talking about he won't custody. If you don't custody your ass down somewhere, like back in the jailhouse down. I mean, he served his time. Um. So what you? So what you? I mean, you said that like you said something. What you said? What you saying? I mean, he served his time. I mean, that don't mean a motherfucking thing to me. He needed to be back in there serving some more time. Why? The fact that he out right now is supposed to do, do you know his motherfuckers in jail serving life sentences behind marijuana and crack rock? And this motherfucker had a whole human killed. I mean, and he get to get out. He get that to get out. Me. Oh, I, I don't. I mean, I got a cousin serving life for some drug shit for you know what I'm saying Rico shit. So I understand that you know what I'm saying. At the same time. Brandon, you about to sound real problematic. I just want you to know. No, I'm not. I mean, he got 19 years. He served his 19 years. Like, he got to go back to jail. He, first of all, he should have been serving life, and he shouldn't have never got out. Whenever whenever his bones had seen another day of light, it should have been when they was carrying him out in a wooden box to put his ass in the ground. Do you think, every, do you think, do you think everybody that kills somebody need to serve life in jail? Like, if you kill somebody, you get life automatically. I'm, no, I'm not saying that. But when you when you plot, plan, and hire a motherfucker to kill a woman that is indeed carrying your child that you had relations with, do I think you should spend the rest of your life in the motherfucking jailhouse? Absolutely. Oh, maybe he got 19 years because she she died like a month later. Maybe that's why he didn't get it. Like, cause she didn't die immediately. She died that, four still, you still, I'm just saying, you still ain't said a motherfucking thing. Though. I don't know. He should still be in jail. He should still be serving life. And 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 I read parts of this little letter that he done sent out to the to the lady mama, Mrs. Adams, talking about he wanna for, his apology, his apology was so motherfucking half ass. And 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 the 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 gall and the balls of this motherfucker to be talking about some kind of his mama ain't here to raise him so I feel like I should I feel like he should know his motherfucker you tried to kill him you don't get to have a say you don't get to feel any motherfucking way but gracious that your no good for nothing ass is free that's the only thing you should be feeling gracious about that's the only thing you should be feeling period think you need to leave that little boy alone and go on about your business crawl up under a rock somewhere and set your ass the fuck down period leave that family alone you done did enough the mama said she forgave you oh, he said, but you can't ever have this boy you ain't gonna no not even visitation you to you did away with all that when you harmed this baby by having him killed because you knew he was in that woman's stomach you knew you had a baby on the way you tried to kill this baby well, fuck a- you fuck everything you stand for Crawling the rock, I'm real done. In a later letter to the Charlotte Observer, uh, saying he understood his initial su- suggestion was a mistake, and telling 
uh, Courtney to please calm down because he would not pursue custody of, Chan- <laughs> of Chandler Lee. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I'm just saying that's what it say here. Um, I was I was 38 hot. I was oh lord. Yeah, I mean I don't understand how he was even free. I don't know, man. Shit, I don't know. Maybe he should have tried to kill a white woman. Then he'd be in jail forever. But forever, ever. First uh, of all, he probably would have got electrocuted because back in them days, they was probably still putting people in the electric chair. It wasn't that long ago, Jesus Christ. I know Courtney. it was. I know it wasn't that long ago. But you know, some states just like I don't even, know if they do that. Two thousand still just getting out of like the death penalty now. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. Uh, Lord. Anyway, we off that. My pressure had got up. I feel like I want need. I need a drink now. Something. Yeah, it's early. You can make it there. Um. Damn. I remember that story too because I just remember like <laughs> they found a nigga in Tennessee in the back of a Mercedes, and mm-hmm. he had like pee bottles in the back of the trunk of the car. Like, and I think they found him in Tennessee. But yeah, I think it was Tennessee. I was young, but I remember hearing about this story, and then we, I've. I remember researching it whenever I was in school. I can't remember what grade I was in, but I didn't do, I initially started to do a project on it and then I, I switched up half the way through, but I had already done research on it. I wonder what can he do like the, um, he, he can't live in Charlotte no more. He can't live. He look more. like old goof ass, dumb ass nigga anyway. Ah, you go. Don't do that now. He did. My nigga. He do. He don't look like no goofy ass dumb nigga. He's just trying Dead to put, ass Brandon, did you did you see this motherfucker? Trying to put interest on that shit. Fuck. He trying now he goofy he, he goofy look, for, for plotting a murder with two dumb ass niggas. No, he dead look goofy as fuck. No amount of first round draft pick for the Panthers could make this nigga not look goofy as fuck. Hold on, you thought he looked Sorry. you thought he looked goofy back in the day? Uh look goofy yes. now. Both, both of them. That salt and pepper ain't working for him. He just looks salt, pepper, goofy. Nah, not a motherfucking thing. I bet you if he had some gray sweatpants on, you'd be looking at him. Nah, I generally don't crotch watch light skins. Sorry, uh, not sorry. The colorism. Oh my god! First you deny my Me Too status. Now it's colorism. <sighs> what are we gonna do with you, Courtney? And and I ain't. I, I'm not ever knowingly checking for no murderer. I don't give a fuck what he do or how free he is. Use a goof ass motherfucking murderer. I don't give a fuck what your crotch do. Mm. I hope somebody cut that shit off. Tell where he out. Now. How you think? Who you think you gonna be fucking like? If you think Ray Caruth ain't gonna get no pussy, you he probably he probably had a pen pal and shit like. Like you listen to uh But you know, I do know that murderers or people that get put in jail for shit like that, women flock to them and they mm-hmm. fan mail be on swole. I learned that so when I started researching mur- like serial killers and uh-huh. murderers, like women dead be like loving them hard motherfucking coil, trying to get in marriage while they in jail, have conjugal visits, and make other little murderous ass babies. What was the boy after Dylan Roof? Um wasn't it a killing after, like a, a mass killing after Dylan Roof, and it was a little white boy, and he got locked up? Um, because I don't think I, it was. Uh, it might have been right before Dylan Roof, but I know one of them boys, um, like had a girl that wanted to date him and shit. Right, I remember that, but I thought it was Dylan Roof. You thought it, it might have been Dylan Roof then. I thought it was Dylan Roof, some little young girl that was just real up in love with his little funky ass. Yeah, but um. Yeah. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. 
I know that was wrong. Yeah. I just had to say it right quick. You, okay, don't take sorry, don't but... do not take your uh, animos your animus uh, uh, of Ray Caruth out on my white brethren. We're not Brandon, gonna do this. Do not start, son. We're I not do was this. way too hype off Ray. Don't start that shit today. Don't do because that. you dare gonna have to bleep my shit out. Because I'm gonna unleash <laughs> a whole motherfucking <laughs> bucket of c words. Don't. Start that shit with me today. You will be unleashing a whole bunch of c words in Tacoma, Washington, because I'll mute your ass so quick. You listen to the playback, and I'll be talking to my damn self. (laughs) That's what you better do because I don't got time. I don't got time for for uh for for your your Caucasian friend that you like to introduce on this show. I Mm. please don't bring him out tonight. I can't deal. Don't Ray Caruth is enough for the night. Don't bring that Caucasian man on this show tonight. You need to you need to take a chill pill. You need to take a chill pill. (sighs) Get your relax, relate, release. Three, two, one, one, two, three. What the heck is bothering me? That's what you need to do, young lady. Um I would say shout out to Ray, but now we ain't gonna shout Ray out. But I did hear that there's a um, yeah, about shout out to oh, there's Lord, a um Lord. there's a podcast um talk about it um talking about it called Caruth. I'm gonna check that out. I think it's done by the Charlotte Observer or something like that. Talking about like the whole case. Or I remember watching. It might have been like the, a thirty for thirty with it, and they had like you know they were talking about the case, but that was some years ago. Maybe it was like when it was like ten years after. You know, he had been arrested or whatever. And, uh, I feel like I remember getting my hair done. Like, my mama was braiding my hair or something. And it was on, like, the TV about him being found in the back of the Mercedes. And I mm-hmm. just I just remember being like, I think is you stupid is you stupid. Yeah. Um, and since we were talking about kids, uh, this is one story um, that I saw today. Which is kind of sad, but it's kind of funny at the same time. And then, I hate when you have these stories. And this I feel hap- like they really challenge you. This happened to me, kind of, because I, I threw a little get-together and hardly no one showed up. But it was, a uh, well, Arizona, in uh, Tucson, Arizona. And I said that right, Tucson, Arizona. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a six-year-old boy. He invited 32 of his classmates to a pizza party for his birthday over the weekend, and no one showed up. Oh uh, yeah, his name is Teddy, and little Teddy's party was held at Peter Piper Pizza in Tucson, Arizona, uh, on Sunday afternoon. Uh, his mom said that she, uh, all of the invitations were sent out, uh, inviting the kindergartners' classmates and their parents to join them for their celebrations at home, but no one came. Uh, the mama said, "I'm done with parties for a while. <laughs> I will be too." <laughs> Shit, but um. The post went viral or whatever, and um, uh, social media, they flooded the little man with support, and he got invited to the Phoenix Suns game um, against the Lakers, uh, which happens Wednesday. So shout out to little Teddy. Let me tell you, your mama asshole for name you Teddy and you six. Like, why would you name your son Teddy right now? Like, there's a whole bunch of different names you can name him now, like, you can name him a color or a fruit, and you want to name your son Teddy. I know somebody that they daughter maybe like met, not even five yet. Her name Bernice. Her parents old. Nope. Y'all got to stop giving these kids these old ass names. Um, the baby's name after the the husband's. 
the dad's mother. And I understand paying homage, but um, we're going to do something a little different. Is that, a, is that a middle name? No, first name. Hmm. That's the same way I thought. I just thought you, I'm going to have to pay your mom a little bit of homage some other kind of way. Because uh, name of my daughter, Bernice, the first name, that's just not going to be it. Maybe the middle name. We'll go middle name. You can understand middle name. Um, I reckon. Speaking of Houston. Uh, we were talking about Houston earlier. Remember, um, it was on Facebook Live where the guy got shot in the head. The girl was playing with a gun, and he got shot in the head. Mm-hmm, on Facebook mm-hmm, Live. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's now talking. Um, oh. yeah. Uh, I thought he was dead. Me too. Yeah, I thought That's what I, I said. Oh, <laughs> but I knew he didn't die because I know, I know his um cousin. Look um, at you knowing people. Yeah. But um yeah, so that was a little update on something. Um another story that I wanted to uh, talk about that uh remember we talked about the uh prostitution scandal at Fort Valley State? Yes. Um it was like a um for those that, you know, maybe new to the show or whatever, it was a um sex ring and it involved uh a graduate supervisor um to to the AKA sorority and she allegedly used her position to supply women to clients. Um, and she did that. So the girls could save money on their sorority fees. Um, and the lady Janetta, Alicia Janetta Johnson, she's facing uh six counts of pimping. It's a theme to this show. A uh, six counts of pimping is uh, six counts of prostitution. Mm. But, uh, they released the names of uh, some of the people. Well, they have warrants issued for some of the people that they said were clients. Uh, one of the names was Ernest Harvey. If y'all know these niggas, don't snitch. Uh, Ernest Harvey, he's 44. He lives in Fort Valley. He's an assistant principal in charge of discipline at Huntington Middle School in Houston County. Kenneth Howard, 56, of Fort Valley, the city manager of Hinesville. Ryan Jenkins, 35 of Fort Valley. He must be have a regular job because they don't have his shit up there. Charles Jones, 57 of Fort Valley, a former attorney for Fort Valley State. Devontae Little, guess the race, of Warner Robins. Arthur James Nance Jr. Uh, Arthur James Nance Sr. is not proud of you, sir. 46 of Cordell, the vice chairman of the Crisp County Board of Commissioners. And a local pastor and fucking mortician. You a pastor and you out here buying pussy from college girls. Pastor Arthur James Nance Jr., 46, of Cordell. You should be ashamed of your fucking self. They always buying pussy. That's what you pay taxes Fucking for. pastor. That's a damn shame. And Devontae Little, you 26. Well, you 26. And, I mean, who hasn't wanted to buy some AKA pussy in their life? Lord, <laughs> not time. <laughs> really, you so out of control. But I yeah. just—I mean, Miss Alicia Janetta Johnson. Maybe you could have set up a um. Damn, she ain't number forty-eight. Hmm. I wonder what she look. Let me Google this lady. She might be kind of fine. AKA's be kind of fine. No. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh damn, her name come right up too, cause that's a go- she spelled her name Goofy. Oh yeah, <laughs> what you mean? She spelled a real niggerish L E 
No, AL. Ooh, she got a lot of makeup on. Ooh. Mm. I don't know if I do nothing. Brandon, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon. You got all that damn makeup on, Janetta. You First it. of all, that's a bad listening one. to you narrate this. <laughs> um, she spelled her name. Well, it ain't spelled too goofy. L E A L E C I A Johnson. Mm, she 40, 48. She look every bit of it, too. Look, she look thick. <laughs> Brandon, I wonder what her you're Instagram so out of control. Like. I think you're sleepy. I think you're sleepy. I am. I am kind of sleepy now. It's been a long day. I don't work. Went to the gym. I got pissed off at the gym. But anyway, where you got pissed off from? I don't know. Just, just because. Just too much shit going on. <clears throat> I don't know, but I had I, something told me this morning when I got up to just send that smooth text and be like, I ain't coming in today, blah, blah, blah. But I just took my ass to work. I was like, well, I'm going to be bored and sit at home, blah, blah, blah. I might as well yeah, go. go to work. Bro, it was the worst thing. I should have stayed my ass home literally all day, and I kept saying it. And they updated our system, the main system we work out of, and it was bullshit. Like, it just did not work. And my manager kept being like, call IT, call IT. Nah, I'm not in no space to be talking to motherfuckers. I just want to do my work. I ain't calling. She was looking at me like I'm crazy. And I was just like, I didn't even want to be here today. And I shouldn't have came. I'm not calling nobody because I'm going to say what I mean. And I'm going to mean what I say. And I'm not apologizing. And then you're going to fire me. Mm. I'm not doing it. And she was just looking at me like, bitch, you need to carry your ass home. And one of my coworkers heard one of the phone calls I had today. And she was like, Courtney, just don't touch the phone anymore today. Like, don't talk to nobody. And I was like, Roger. You ain't got to tell me but once. I don't want to talk to these motherfuckers anyway. I was just real ill. Mm. And then I got home ready to record, put my lip gloss on so I could be ratchet on the show. Yeah, that wasn't hard. Um, Shut the fuck up, Brandon. Hey, you you got real uh, enunciated that fuck just now. I'm going to have you know. It ain't nothing but but a short flight from here to damn Seattle. I got family (laughs) in Seattle now. They know what you look like. They'll run up on you. Come on in. But I'm about anti-violence, just like these people that were at a gas station in South Carolina, and they were anti-violence activists, and this white woman called up 911 on them. Did you see that video? No, I didn't. I just seen the one. Wait. I might have had. It it was at a gas station. They were, um, I guess they had the uh, um, anti-violence rally or whatever. And they stopped at the gas station to get some snacks or whatever because it's the heat in the south is oppressive. Um, and they wanted to get some snacks, and the lady came outside and she was fussing at them, telling them to leave, and she was going to call the police and all kind of stuff like that. Uh, this happened in North Charleston, South Carolina, uh, by the way. And if you you're familiar with North Charleston, uh, then you know the demographic. And this white lady probably was a little scared. Um, but she claimed that the group was destroying the outside of the gas station. Um, ooh, excuse me, y'all. I had Zaxby's earlier in this. Mm. What kind of wings you had? Uh, hot honey mustard. Yeah. I used to like they sweet and spicy. Mm. Now you can put it on your fish. Um, but yeah, it was a youth march or whatever. She called the police and <laughs> she was lying and being all extra. Um they ain't gave her a hashtag name. That that story didn't take off like all of the other ones. Um they calling her 
Well, they saying it's gas gas station Brenda, but that don't that don't. It should have been like gas station Glory or something. Mm-hmm. It got to be alliterative. Um, but yeah. So that was a story. I don't know if y'all saw that that one. I don't know what's gonna become of that because she was the manager of that store. So maybe she'll get fired. Mm. I'm so sick of them. Yeah. I'm like real sick of them. Yes. And it's like every week. Um, every single week. Yeah. So the one that I heard about was about the um the white woman that called the cops on the black man for yelling instructions to his son during a soccer game. Oh, yeah. They were calling her a golf cart gale or something like that. Yeah, I saw that one. That was kind of weird. Because I want to say he got kicked out the game anyway, or somebody else had got kicked out the game earlier. Or, um, yeah, I did see that one. Um, but, I mean, that's your fault for trying to be uppity and play soccer when your child should be playing football with the rest of the little niggas. <laughs> You're trying to be one of those uppity blacks playing that's soccer. That's what you call it. Yeah, it's another word. What what is another word white people call um black people to try to get, you know? Yeah, probably just uppity. Yeah, you trying to be uppity mm-hmm. playing soccer. Only uppity people play soccer. All the rest of the niggas play football and basketball. Like you know, they don't mind. They don't mind little little Jorge. Little Jorge can play soccer because that's all they have in their country, and they allow them to play. But uh, little Terrell. You take your little black ass to the football field, son. Oh, my. Mm-mm. Yeah. I ain't interested in my child playing that. <clears throat> no, I, ain't, I don't care. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. The, the most, um, like, the most famous sports people in the world be soccer players, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Baseball players. Mm, yeah, but, I mean, like, in the world, because, <clears throat> like, you know, like a lot of people here play basketball because all you really need is a ball and two people or whatever. Right. Like that's how they do soccer in other countries because all you need is yeah, a ball and you true. can, you know, set up your own little shit. So it's like a cheap sport. You know, baseball, you need a whole bunch of people to play. Football, you need a lot of people. But um, soccer, you don't really need a lot, just like basketball. Um, speaking of caught on tape, <sighs> do you do Uber Eats and shit? You said, do I do Uber Eats? Yeah. I have like twice, mm. th- three times max. Why? Is it just because of, you know, it's not convenient or you just didn't have the need? Um, Just because I don't really do anything Uber, period. Um, but. Um, Postmates and- or whatever, shit like that. You do that. I'm, I've I've never so I've never tried any other other ones. Be, only because I will say most of the time the restaurant that I do want to eat, if I'm in the mood for like a Uber Eats style thing or having someone deliver it to the home, Uber Eats has more has more things to choose from, and most of the time has the exact restaurant that I'm looking for. I always do check the other ones; they just don't have it. Um, but I've done it three times. Um. And it it just was what it was. It's not to say that it's not convenient, but I, I'm a person that just doesn't mind going to get my 
going to get my food and depending on what time you order the fee is completely and utterly outrageous so like brunch time like around five o'clock time and then like late late night time the fee is real get real crazy and i just am too frugal to be spending it i'd rather go out and get it myself that's the that's the whole thing oh okay <clears throat> well when you did all of that ordering you know your weeds were you um Nervous about somebody eating your food before you got I to I did you. was. I mm-hmm. did was. And that's another reason why I don't do it. What story are you finna tell me about? Somebody tampering at somebody's food? Well, that's what happened to this um guy. Um it was a video that was recorded and posted by a close friend of uh Hot Breakfast radio host Eddie McGuire. Um Um the friend when they would get their food, the you know what I'm saying, the fries weighed a little less than they thought. You know what I'm saying? So they set up a camera to see what was going on. They suspected the Uber driver, the Uber Eats driver, whatever. Um, and so on Monday, uh, they were able to record the whole video of, you know what I'm saying, what happened. And it showed the, the Uber Eats driver coming to the door. Um, and before he rang the bell, he dig in the bag and eat some of the fries. Um. So if if that was you, what would you do? I would have a whole ass problem. Um, cause you know, whenever you order, they give you the people's phone number. Mm-hmm. My crazy ass probably would have been calling. Like, yeah, son, you just like. Hold up! I said uh, real quick. I said, mm-hmm, like I knew that. I've never had Uber Eats before. <laughs> uh, well, I only know that because one time I ordered it and I fucked around and ordered it to my job, and it was dead like eleven o'clock at night. And I had to. It has option to contact, and I had to be like, "Hey, sorry, wrong number. You need to bring it. I mean, wrong address. You have to bring it here." Um, and because they'll like call or text you if they have an issue finding your home or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like. When I saw that, I definitely would have like, it'll have you rate them and like give feedback. And um, you can also set up or, or from what I've seen in my app, like if it's like a like a real serious complaint, like you can have someone from Uber like contact you and go into detail and they do whatever they do to the rate and or contact the person. But I definitely would have had that number and been contacting the motherfucking ass like, um, excuse you, uh, run me X, Y, and Z. I don't know. And and they probably wouldn't have ran me anything. I mean, you got to think if a person is like re- like ridiculous enough to eat your food that they know they ain't paid for, whatever, they probably ain't. Like once they realize you're cussing them out, they going to hang up and they ain't going to answer, blah, blah, blah. But it depends on my mood. If I just felt like a meaningless argument, I definitely would have called back and was like, would have went off. But for the most part, I'm definitely going to submit whatever I'm going to submit. And I would have contacted Uber. They wouldn't have to con- I wouldn't have waited for them to contact me. I would have definitely been contacting them because if there is a phone number where you can contact them directly. Mm. Because I did that initially whenever the my food was going to the wrong address. And they were like, oh, if you check the app, the, num- the driver's numbers in the app, text them and let them know. And I was like, okay, cool. So I'd have definitely been on the phone with Uber. I was like, run me all my motherfucking money back. Yeah, I know one of our uh, one of our listeners. She uh, does Uber Eats. I'm gonna ask her if she be eating people food and shit. Yeah, she she do be eating people food. I said I'm going to ask her if she does eat people food and shit. <clears throat> mm. Got it. Anyway, uh, like you said, it's been a long day for me. I'm getting a little tired. You ready to get into our segments? Yes, I am. 
I honestly just want to like skip straight to the unpopular opinion and go out because I think I done used all my little ratchet energy. I'm ready to get into bed now. Well, but, that that um, tells me you don't have a what the fuck were you thinking? So I do, but I can't remember. You remember yesterday when we were supposed to do this and then we didn't? I can't remember what I told you. Do you remember? No, because I just remember mm, what I bring. Mm, you told me, huh? <laughs> so I, Damn. I go ahead and tell mine. Well, this was, um, I'll try to get give you the synopsis of this story. It was a 16-year-old uh, who allegedly baked her grandfather's ashes into her cookies and fed them to her classmates. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Dead ass? Yeah. This happened sometime in early October. Um, a female student at Da Vinci Charter Academy allegedly baked the cookies at home, brought them to school along with another female and handed them to her classmates. Um, nine of her classmates ate them. Um, uh, they said the two students some told some of the classmates what some of the classmates what was in the cookies um but then some of them <clears throat> even ate the cookies anyway um one one guy he said uh he said the cookies were great and they didn't look like regular sugar cookies um one girl they told one girl uh that everyone around her told uh, one of the girls said that everyone told her not to eat them um but she thought it was inedible um Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. One one little boy, he was like, um, it it really wasn't that big deal. Ash is ass. <laughs> ash is ash. Doesn't matter where it comes from. Um, and he ate it anyway. He said it was uh the cookies texture was a bit too granulated. Um, I don't think it that the, the ash incorporated well. Who says that in fucking high school? Oh Lord. <clears throat> said these little girls this little girl was sadistic um said one one uh kid said he didn't believe her until she pulled out the urn and he said he ate it they, they don't know if he ate it before or after he found out uh another kid said if you ever ate sand as a kid you know you can kind of feel it crunching in between your teeth so there was a little bit of a little teeny bit of that <laughs> Oh, these kids crazy. Um, and I think this was a private school, so you know. There's that. Uh, you how ready about a, for mine? Oh, you got one? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I, for me, this is like, oh, what the fuck were you they thinking? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, we know what he was thinking. So, the world's first Netflix addict. An unemployed 26-year-old man goes to a rehab in India after he spent seven hours a day on the app for six months straight. That's addiction? Go ahead. Continue. That's what they say. An unemployed man is being treated for an addiction to Netflix at a digital rehab clinic in India, the first, kind of, the first case of its kind in the country. Um, the 26-year-old began streaming films, TV shows to shut out reality and been, uh, by binge-watching shows for more than seven hours a day. The severe addiction led to eye strains, exhaustion, and erratic sleeping patterns that, weak, that wrecked havoc on the man's health. 
Um, it is not revealed what shows he watched. Um, Netflix India fe uh, features the usual U.S. and European series, as well as an array of Bollywood movies and Indian programs. Uh, the anonymous man is now under the care of doctors at a clinic at the National Institute of Mental Health and Neuroscience in Bangalore. Sounds about right. The rehab center helps patients uh, with drug and alcohol problems, as well as addictions to technology, including gaming and social media. Uh, they're talking about he had erratic sleeping patterns. He had erratic sleeping patterns because he ain't had no fucking job. What he had to get up for? <laughs> That's the same thing. I'm just like, I just feel like, what the fuck are you thinking or what goes to your mind when you decide you need to check yourself into a rehab facility because you're watching too much Netflix? I heard of people doing that for video games, though. Like, and, now, uh, I, I have heard people doing that for video games. I haven't heard of people doing it for social media, but no, I do feel I like it could potentially be a real thing. I've heard that, too. Um, like, parents had to put their kids in rehab for social media, so I have heard that. Um, but Netflix, I mean... Truth be told, it ain't. How long did it say he was on it for? For like a month, six months straight. Six months. It ain't six months worth of seven hours a day. Uh, good shit on Netflix. You was watching the uh, whole bunch well, of bullshit. No, no, they said. Um, uh, wait a minute, because I think they go into what he watched her. Well, I don't know. See, that's the thing. I don't know if this is a part of the article. Um. Yeah, nigga. You... An unemployed adult could watch all 1,399 pieces of content uploaded to Netflix in 2007 by following a strict routine. In 2007? I mean, 2017, excuse me. Uh, oh, it would take a whole year? Yeah. And he did well, it. In, he was in six months? Well, it said it would take uh, 236 days. Oh, almost a year. Yeah, almost a year. But that's I. Uh, I just for me, I don't want to say like. This is one of the things. Is like, am I being insensitive or like, is like, is this for real a thing? Like, what are you thinking when you decide I'm going to be unemployed? And it says like, whenever people like his family or friends would tell him like, oh, you need to get a job, or he would see his friends doing well, he would just turn on Netflix to like block all of that out. And I'm just trying to figure out. I just feel like, what's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? Like. This ain't got nothing to do with Netflix or no addiction to Netflix. This got something to do with you. What's wrong with you? Am I wrong? I mean, the thing that's wrong with him is he has an addictive behavior. That's the thing that's wrong. But uh, he could have, like, turned it into something. Like, he could have, like, did, like, a podcast on all the shows he was watching. Like, he could have did something like that. You know, maybe potentially make some money off of it or something. Um. Yeah, Ugh. it ain't that much good shit. That's I'm just gonna keep falling back on that. It ain't that much good it, shit. It ain't. It really ain't that Netflix. much good shit. And at this point, I feel like you're just watching it. Just like, why are you watching it? I guess because you can't stop watching it. Clearly, because that's what addiction is. When you're doing something that you can't stop doing, and you feel like you need it, and then all of a sudden you get up and go check yourself into a tech rehab, and you say, I, I'm, I'm addicted to Netflix, and you're the first person in the world to ever be addicted to Netflix. So. You know I don't got no good shit on it though. 
What? Amazon Prime. They got some whack shit on there. Lord. So I will say, so every now and again, if I'm wanting to watch like an older movie or something like that, then, um, excuse me, because I remember one time I was like, oh, I feel like watching Indecent Proposal. And Brittany had never seen it. And I couldn't find it on Netflix or Hulu. And um, it was on Amazon Prime Video. So we watched it on that. Well, when I win this lottery, y'all. Oh Lord. All y'all married ladies out there, I'm gonna have some indecent proposals for y'all. I'm just gonna let y'all know right now. This is slap. Oh. I ain't, it ain't gonna be no milly. Oh. Slap some money down to your husband to have my way with you for a night or two. For a weekend, maybe. Yeah, that's an indecent proposal. Some All right, what's your what fucking year is this? Because we cause you out um, of control. Uh my what fucking year is this is um it's been a you know, like like last week we talked about the uh um, I think he's a state senator, a councilman, or something like that. Either way, he's running for governor against the black lady, and how mm-hmm. how he got all of those um voters' names take taken off the voter rolls in uh, Georgia. Um, I want to say was it like sixty thousand or something? It was a lot. Um, and then recently they they like been doing a whole bunch of like voter suppression shit going on. Um, it's a story that um here that uh, it was a Mississippi church um that was burnt down and vandalized with uh said vote for Trump. Um then there was another story of some older black voters down in Georgia. Um in Louisville, Georgia, Georgia, they were ordered off a bus uh bound for the polls Monday after county officials said the event constituted uh, prohibited political activity. Um and it basically was a um intimidation tactic. Um yeah, it was fifty. Yeah, the uh, guy Brian Kemp, the Republican. Um, they got fifty three thousand voter registration applications on hold. Uh, most of them was from minority voters. Um, uh, but yeah, they um, stopped this bus load of. I think it was like older black people that were headed to do that early voting Monday, um, mm-hmm. and just fuck with them and stop them. And, you know what I'm saying? Use the police to do it and shit. Um, and the race in Georgia is tight, you know what I'm saying, for governor. Um, but it's some shit that they, you know what I'm saying, sound like some 1950s or 1960s shit right. that they were doing, you know what I'm saying. It was something else that, uh, I know they did a purge of people. Oh, and it was even, yeah, e- even was more, gonna be my, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it just seemed like it's back in the day. And you know the crazy shit, I was listening to another podcast and they were like, the funny shit is like when it comes to voting and shit, right? You hear Republicans say shit like, uh, get off the Democratic plantation and all of that, you know what I'm saying, and vote, you know, Republican or whatever. But they not even, you know what I'm saying, giving people the opportunity to vote. Or they, you know what I'm saying, taking trying to take, you know, people's rights to vote away, which is um very telling. Um, it's kinda let you know that they, you know what I'm saying, basically talking out both sides of their mouth, whatever. They don't really want you to vote if you black or if they feel like, you know, you're going to vote against them. But, uh, yeah, it just seems like we going back in time with this voting shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, okay. Yeah, so that was my, uh, what the fuck were you, th- I mean, I'm sorry, what fucking year is this? Uh, Like, piggybacking off of that, mine was about um, 
roughly 107,000 Georgia residents um, that were in otherwise good standing have been um, rendered ineligible to vote due to the use it or lose it policy. Oh, yeah, um, I heard about that. Yeah, and apparently it's a thing in all states you should, or most states you should be looking it up. But um, in Georgia, as election day uh, creeps up on us, more than 107,000 have apparently lost their right to vote simply for not voting in past elections. Um, 107,000 were cut from voter rolls um, and may not even realize that they're no longer eligible to vote in the highly contested November 6th midterm election in Georgia, where most eyes are on, um, you know, the race between Stacey Abrams and Brian Kemp. Um, the cuts uh, were occurred um, in late July of 2017, where more than, it says a half a million people were purged from voter rolls. Kemp, mm. whose office oversees elections in a practice, um, that is totally not shady at all, oversaw the removals eight months after he cast his bid for governor. So the 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 purges aren't new. Voters are often reminded from removed from lists, excuse me, if they happen to have moved, died, or gone to prison. Federal law requires that state cut ineligible citizens from voter rolls. However, in states like Georgia, there is a use it or lose it policy that basically insists that citizens vote otherwise the other, it says vote otherwise, the otherwise perfectly eligible voters will lose the right. Mm. And how many how many um voters did it say got purged? It said... The title of the article says apparently 107,000 have apparently lost their right. So but then down here, it says the cuts apparently occurred sometime late July 2017, where more than half a million people were purged from voter rolls. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy as hell. I've never even heard of use it or lose it. I heard never. A cl- I heard a click of the ticket. <laughs> right. Res- I heard a res- respect it or check it. I never heard of ne- use it or lose use it. it. Or lose it. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. Um, I heard a move it or lose it. Your teacher used to say that back in the day. Move it or lose it. I don't no. know. Just bullshit. What's your right. What's your uh unpopular opinion for the week? Oh yeah. So uh, if you know what I'm saying, <clears throat> midterms, midterms coming up. Whatever you know what I'm saying. So uh. Get out there and vote, you know what I'm saying? Get out there and vote and uh, play your part. I don't know. Some other voting slang that niggas be saying. Uh, I don't know the slang, y'all. I'm sorry. To all of my readers out there, if you have read The Hate You Give, I would greatly suggest you go see the movie. Um, It's not often that I feel like a movie kind of... does a book justice. The book is always better than the movie, but this was indeed a really good movie. I don't feel like there were any exaggerations and I felt the entire movie. I was extremely emotional and yeah, I was, I felt a way about the Caucasian sitting in there, but that's neither here nor there. That's pretty much always thing. Anyway. That movie has something to do with voting or something? No. Oh, that that was just random as hell. Just came out of it. It was dead random, and I just needed to say it while I remember because I felt like when we get into our unpopular opinions, I might have some shit to say about you, and you might have some shit to say about mine, and then and then Uh, I lost it. 
we ain't got that much time, so we ain't gonna say too much about yours, and you ain't got to say too much about mine. Mm, y'all, Brittany is checking my ass tonight. Y'all here? Yeah, you need oh. uh, Brittany gone. I figured somebody have to step in and handle that for you. Oh, shut the fuck up. Go ahead with your own pop up in. You know you always go first. Well, yeah, okay. I do? I, well, yes. Well, this unpopular opinion came from one of the listeners, um, and uh, she was just like, she believes that some double standards are fair, and I and I and I agree with that. Um, she says some are. Yeah, some are fair. Hmm. Like, give me an example of one. Well, I could be me tooed, and you could just laugh at me, but if it was the own other way around, and I laughed at you. If you were in my situation, I would be horrible. And it's, you know, it's okay. You know, I take it with a grain of salt that you laughed in my face. You guffawed in my face about me being a part of the Me Too movement. That's okay. But, you know, double, it's double standard and I have to live with that. It's okay. All right? And that's it. I wish people could see us. <laughs> people need to see my face right now. Moving forward. Woo child. My uh, my unpopular opinion. Um, I don't believe in all that birthday partying for them little babies. Like how little? Like one. Oh yeah. To like three. One. Mm, okay, if you want to say three, I wasn't gonna say three. <laughs> what you was gonna say? Like one to four, like maybe five. But I would have a, a, a small little get together. But for me, and. and I just, I don't know. I just, at one years old, at one year old, these kids, these babies, I've gone to people's parties and they have it for their baby and their baby turned one and it's a whole bunch of adults standing around. They invite you whether you got kids or not and it really don't be seeming to have a motherfucking thing to do with the kids. Yeah, the baby get the cake and, you know, mash all in it and play all in it, but I mean, people dare be having like big shindigs. The baby get like a cake cake and like a mash cake and you got everybody and you do. I just... I just ain't with it. Yeah. People, I just don't, I don't understand it. Yeah, I think they just do that for the parents. It ain't for the kids. It, it can't be because the kids not going to remember. Kids don't right. remember shit until like they three or four years old. That's why I said three. I did, I said yeah, four. Yeah, I was I just, I was just, th- I said four. I was just, th- for me, I was thinking like five. At this age, the kid definitely knows like when they running around and playing, like they will have a memory of it. Cause aside from that, like the kid at one at one, you're just gonna be at home with me and your other mama, and we're gonna we might get you a little cake, or whatever, just because it is a day. And I do like really only celebrate birthdays, but I'm not gonna be like going overboard and spending all this money for something this baby ain't getting ready to remember. Yeah, it, it just don't make no sense to me, and people do it all the time. And and you know, I be getting invites, and I mean, okay, like invite me, like okay, but most of the time I don't go. But you know what, your kid will remember from that birthday party if it there was one when you had your kid. <sighs> Brandon, I feel like you're gonna say some fuck shit. You know what they're gonna remember? What they gonna remember, Brandon? Uncle B coming through in that helicopter. Yeah. We out, y'all. Yeah. Thank y'all for listening. Remember to rate and review us on iTunes. Give us them five stars. You know what I'm saying? You don't even got to say nothing. Just give us them five stars. Right. Leave us your questions, your comments, your unpopular opinions. 
uh, djbladeshow at gmail.com. Um, check us out on Defy Life Podcast Network. Go to goldefylife.com uh, and check us out on there. You know what I'm saying, too, also. Um, you got anything else, Courtney? I don't. Well, and I don't either. Uh, thank you all for listening. It's your boy, Be Easy. And I'm Courtney. And we out. Peace.